Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. McLaughlin, I'm Randy Carricker. The opening drive on 101 ESPN. The Blues at Calgary tonight. Pre-game at 7. Action at 8 here on 101 ESPN and on Bally. And the TV voice of the Blues, John Kelly, joins us now. And it's always good to talk to you, sir. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Randy? Doing well. And Calgary got on a, a little bit of a hot streak, and they have one more point than the Blues do. And uh, I, I've thought, John, since even uh, even since they traded Matthew Kachuk, I, I liked that trade for Calgary. It seems like they have a, a reasonably talented group that can vie for a playoff spot. The Blues, you, sometimes you think that you can get a walkover. There are no walkovers in the league, but Calgary is actually a pretty good team, aren't they? Yeah, you know they're they're obviously a, a good team. They're you know a right. They're playing ahead of the Blues, so you know this is a big trip, Randy. I don't need to tell you that. You know, you go to Calgary and then Vancouver. Vancouver won again last night, and uh, they're one of the top teams in the entire league, as we know. And then you, you play in Seattle on Friday night, and home to uh, the slumping LA Kings on Sunday, and then Columbus before the break. So five games left before the break. Four against the West. And three of the four against teams that you're trying to catch. So this is a pivotal road trip for the Blues heading into the break. John, it really will be. I want to go back to the home-and-home home with the Washington Capitals. You had that 5-2 to two loss on the road, and then the Blues were able to rebound and respond, shutting them out 3 to nothing at home this past Saturday. What was the biggest difference that you saw between those two games? Well, the, the obvious difference was, was the special teams. The Blues' power play was just not very good at all in Washington. Um, conversely, the Capitals scored a couple of power play goals and actually scored another goal just after a player came out of the box. So they really had three power play goals in the game. So, you know, if you go 0 for 5 and the other team goes, you know, gets basically three power play goals, it's tough to win. But I think more than that, I think the Blues played a, a really good, strong team game against the Capitals on Saturday. Um, obviously, got great goaltending. Um, and they were just a better team. They were sharper. They were crisp. Um, their passing was really good. So it, it was great to see. Uh, you know, they've lost some tough games here lately. Um, the Capitol game in Washington was not one of the better uh, team games. Uh, but obviously, hopefully they get back on their team game with that win um, on Saturday against the Caps. Hey, John, when you go back to Canada, is it always someone that stops you or has a story about your dad who is just an iconic voice of hockey, not only here in St. Louis, but obviously up in Canada? Yeah, it happens, Dan, for sure. Um, you know, not so many people would recognize me up here, obviously. But, you know, if I were to run into a fan or, you know, obviously visiting media and broadcasters, yeah, you know, they, a lot of them know them, especially the older guys. So, 
Um, yeah, it happens a lot, but certainly it happens all the time in St. Louis. Uh, trust me, it still does. I was at the, the Hall of Fame banquet the other night at the MAC, Dan, and a bunch of fans came up and said how much they missed him and loved him and all that stuff. So it, it never gets old, that's for sure, Dan. But, it, you know, certainly it happens even to this day in St. Louis almost every day. That's great. And, John, it must be heartening to have somebody like Mike Leute. And you mentioned how much your dad liked, loved Mike Leute, and uh, and he loved him right back. It, it's not just fans, but the people that he covered and was with on a daily basis, he made a great impact on them, too. Yeah, I think so. You know, as a matter of fact, they came up, uh, Mike's uh, brother, I believe it was, came up to me and said they used to listen to all the games in in Toronto and they were, you know, living there and, and Mike's from the Toronto area. So uh, I know that a lot of, the, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of the players um, back in the day before the advent of satellites and cable TV and, you know, cell phone videos and stuff like that, you know, they would listen to games on Camelwax and that's how they they followed their 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 sons and the 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 moms followed their kids and stuff like that. So um, my dad had a big impact on those families and always tried to do a great job and and be respectful of the players and things like that. So it it, uh, it was very impactful back then, especially on the radio. John, as the Blues start action tonight, they'll be five points behind Nashville for the second wild card spot. And man, Dallas has just gotten away. The Dallas is now fourteen points ahead of the Blues for third in the in the division. And we've seen the Blues play well. If the Blues would be able to go on a run and play consistent hockey, what do you think the the style would have to be for them to accomplish that? Well, they have to play a good team game, Randy. And and by that, obviously, you know, play connected and not not turning the puck over, um, playing a direct game. I still think that the, the biggest issue that this team has, I think there are two issues, quite honestly is that they, they don't play a direct game at times. They, they try for that east-west game when they get in the offensive zone and look for that extra pass. Um, and in the neutral zone, for that matter, as well. I mean, get the puck and move north and get it in. And if there's not a play to be made, dump it in. And the other thing is that, and, and the coach has mentioned this many times through Bannister, they pass up way too many shots. Um, the Blues this year averaging under 30 shots a game. Um, and they're just, I don't know, it's sort of, you know, almost ironic that a team that doesn't score a ton of goals, you would think would shoot the puck more. But in reality, they do less. So I, I don't know why. Maybe it's a confidence thing. I don't know. Um, but I think those two things, playing a more direct game and shooting the puck more, a lot more, I think would help this team down the stretch. And it's pretty amazing. The guys that shoot and the guys that score are the guys that get paid. You'd think that people would want to be selfish. Yeah, exactly. Again, it, it doesn't make sense. And, and the, the, the top line is as guilty as anybody with, with Thomas and Buchnevich and Cairo. Um, the thing about those players, as you guys know, they're all three very talented players and really different players, but they're also all th- three pass-first kind of players. They're not shoot-first mentality. Now, Robert shooting the puck a lot more and, and is having a lot more success. Um, but but Buchnevich, even though he, you know he's he's gotten some goals over the last couple of years with the Blues, he's always looking to pass first, and in Cairo's the same way. So <laughs> old habits are hard to break. I get it, and it's a lot easier from in the broadcast booth or the stands than it is down on the ice. But I do think that all three of those guys in particular need to shoot the puck more. Well, and you mentioned how pivotal of a trip that this will be. And outside of the top line, because, of course, you need more from that group, it does take other guys stepping up. Is there a line or even a pairing, defensive pairing, that you think will need to step up more during this trip? 
Well, you know, I, I think that Falk has come back, obviously, from injury, and I think he struggled a little bit with his his movement in the first couple of games. You know, I don't know what his issue was. He, You know, he got that leg twisted up a few weeks ago, um, but he played really well the other night against Washington. Um, I like the pairs, and I think Kessel has come in and done a marvelous job. He hasn't had a minus game so far, and, of course, he's a rookie. He's played 11 NHL games, and he's been really solid. But you've got to get secondary scoring because – you know, the Thomas line cannot score four or five goals every night. You just can't count on on any top line to do the damage every night. So I think it's imperative. You know, Walker's come in and scored a couple of goals lately. Um, they've called Godet up from the minors. So I think it's imperative instead of just putting the, the bullseye on one player, Brooke, I, I think that, you know, especially the bottom two lines, the Blues have got to find a way to get some scoring and production from those bottom six. J.K., are, are we overlooking the year that Pareko has had? It seems to be a, a pretty solid year from start to finish right now. Well, I'm not overlooking it, I'll tell you that, Dan. Um, I think we talked about it a lot on the broadcast and on these shows and things like that. Uh, he was so good in the in the 2019 playoff run, paired with Jay Bomeister. And quite honestly, I think he's playing at a level above that. Um, that's how good he is. To, to me right now in the NHL, there aren't many right-handed shooting defensemen. I don't want to call him a, a shutdown defenseman because the guy has eight goals. And, you know, he kills penalties. He, you know, he was on the power play a little bit for a few weeks. So he's not just a shutdown defenseman. But I, I would, if I had to characterize him as a, as a – three zone or overall defenseman, whatever you want to say, there aren't many better in the league right now, right shooting defenseman than Colton Pareko. That's how, that's how finally I think of his game. John Kelly, have a great day in Calgary. We will be tuned in tonight for the Blues and the Flames, and then tomorrow night the Blues are at Vancouver. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a great, great day. You too. Take care. That's our friend John Kelly, the TV voice of the Blues on Valley Sports. You'll see them tonight. The action at 8 o'clock, J.K. and Jamie Rivers.